from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Some uh, wrestling purists Uh-oh. are upset with Logan Paul. Why? Logan Paul won the WWE US Championship last week. Right? Yeah. So it's been more than a week that he's had the belt. And on Thursday, he posted on Instagram, like, a picture of him, like, in the shower. Oh, so hot. And the belt is, like, wrapped around his waist. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another photo of him laying in bed holding the belt. And he's, like, next to his fiance. Mm -hmm. Right? So then his brother Jake releases, like, a YouTube video just doing a bunch of random stuff, right? Um, meeting fans and like taking a day in the life of. And there's one segment where he, where he meets up with Logan Paul and Logan's got the belt mm-hmm. and then tells this story. I don't think you understand. I took a shower with this belt on. Oh. I ran a 5K earlier with this belt on. This belt never leaves my waist. I f***ing this belt. This belt, it means everything to me. Cut that out, cut that out, bro. Just because the WWE, they did say that I can't f*** in the belt. They actually, when I won the belt, they said, <laughs> the belt. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't you f*** in this belt. <laughs> I swear, Triple H, he came up to me, he said, uh, Logan, congratulations on the belt. One thing, we, <laughs> one thing we've been really cautious about here in the organization is making sure our athletes are not f***ing in, the, in their belts. So if you can just refrain from f***ing your belt. And I give him my word. Next thing you know, I'm c- this 40 pound piece of metal mm-hmm. yeah that's i mean it'll happen yeah. you gotta cut that out okay you cut all of that out. okay <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Jesus. so like hardcore fans are like that's how funny. dare you disrespect the belt i don't think that's i think that's honoring the belt think, to be honest with you, you know did what? you look at the photos Roz? i think no. the same thing like if that's your belt yeah. right championship yeah. mentality you got to represent isn't I, that like drinking out of the times. stanley cup yeah, I mean it's yours, right? Like yes. it's 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 your That's it's your I time think. with the belt. You earned it. I thought it was interesting that when he showed up at UFC on uh, on Saturday night, he had the belt strapped around his shoulder, right? Yeah. And I was kind of like, man, like like this. I I understand wrestling is very difficult on the athletes who perform it, everything else. But yeah. we everybody knew Logan Paul was going to be winning that belt that morning. Right. Like it was all set. But he walks into an actual combat sporting event with his WWE belt like he. You know what I mean? Do you keep like, the belt or do you have to give it back? Like, does somebody else get it. that belt? You, no, 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 you get to keep it. So why can't you do what you want with your what your, it's yours? I don't know. But, but what I'm saying is that like he showed up like a champion. You know what yes. I mean? But like at, I know but about at, that. But at UFC. Sure. Right. Where, right, where like people are fighting. You think I'm not going to go to Superstore with my medal? You know. <laughs> I won after beating Chevin race. Of course. I got it on me at all times. Yes. What else true. do you do with your medal? You do have it on you at all times. We asked Mocha not to, 
you know, have sex in the metal. But <laughs> <laughs> I tried to implement those same rules here, Championship right? Mentality. Yes, and I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like, ain't no way that's not happening with that beautiful gold ribbon. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. UFC 297 hits Ooh. Toronto, Scotiabank Arena, January 20th. Tickets on sale, by the way, this Friday, 10 a.m., Ticketmaster.ca. It's the first time UFC is holding an event in Toronto since 2018. Really, huh? Uh-huh. And back... Was it that long ago, 2018? Yeah. I guess before like that, before COVID and all that stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, and they yeah, were hosting, yeah, like yeah. Toronto, it was like Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal used to host like a ton of UFC events, right? They used to do it at the Rogers Center. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a new one and they brought a bunch of fighters into the city yesterday. Uh, and Dammit Mori got some time mm-hmm. with a few of them. Mike Malott fights out of Burlington, Ontario. Mark Andre Berriot, who fights out of, he's from Florida, but fights out of uh, Quebec, trains out there. Uh, Charles Jardine fights out of Quebec and Sir High City, Sidey, uh, fights out of Burlington, Ontario. Things get weird right off the bat. With David Moore. Mark, it is so good to see you. Yeah, thank you. Good to be here. You have the cauliflower ear? Yeah. Oh, can oh. I touch? I've never touched yeah. cauliflower. <laughs> oh my God, it's like hard. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah, yeah. Can you still hear through that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's <laughs> just hard to have some earphones sometimes with my ear. <laughs> oh! Yo, five seconds. I know, you know, I never guy. thought about that. When you see the guys with the big cauliflower ear, uh-huh. how do they wear ear pods? You can't. Right? You would just have to wear regular, like, over. Ear oh my headphones. God, I never thought That's I the thought only way you do it. too, by the way. I didn't expect it to. No, be they're hard. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you don't drain it right away, that's what happens, and it congeals. Uh-huh. And becomes, <laughs> yeah, and I remember I saw that hard. on the um, the Ultimate Fighter. Remember the reality show? Mm-hmm. On Spike I remember TV. on Spike. Yeah, there was one guy who got his ear mashed up, and it was his first time getting what could have been cauliflower ear. Yeah. And all the dudes in the house were like, here's what you have to do. Yeah. And it involved a pin and an empty bottle nope. of water. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. And they trained it. The world is torn on what Logan Paul did with his WWE championship belt. He showered with it on. He had sex with it on. Do you think you shouldn't shower or have sex with a a championship belt like that on? Do you think that if you win the belt that you won't do, you won't disrespect the belt? Uh, I did that before, so <laughs> yeah, I used to be a champion uh, in the, my old promotion, and I, I did that. Yeah, so <laughs> you did what? I did. I I did shower with the belt, and I did have sex with the belt. So. <laughs> you did? Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> I mean, it, I earned the belt, and I defended the belt after, so I feel like it was mine. So I have all the rights. Yeah, championship <laughs> mentality. It's your belt. Yeah. Again, uh, UFC 297 in Toronto in January. Tickets on sale through Ticketmaster.ca Friday at 10 a.m. Let's move over to uh, Dan Mori talking to Charles Jardin, whose record, again, this guy fights out of Quebec. His record is 15 and 6. Now, your pre-fight rules. Do you have your own rules, like no kissing before a fight? <laughs> what are your pre-fight rules? Uh, of course, there's no sex. Uh, because it takes away from the power of your legs, and uh, it would be weird because I'm with my coaches all week. So, <laughs> I'm not not there, but uh, yeah, it's important for me to lay it out. And your fiance probably hates when you fight. Then, 
No, no, no. She knows what she's not getting. No, the people freak out. They're like three months and stuff like that. Me, I'm like one week, one week. And, uh, <laughs> no, I can't wait to be back home, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you gotta, like, it takes that much out of his legs. Like, I need to know what this guy's doing. <laughs> nah, you keep those moves to yourself, bro. <laughs> Right? Look at Chef. Mm-hmm. I'm taking notes. That's why I lost the race. You know, you've been fighting a long time. Maybe, you know, you've been using the same moves and you need some new stuff for the audience to see. Please. Okay. So the first one I have for you is called the Tickle Twister. Now, what this oh. is, each fighter tickles the other opponent to see who can last the longest. Actually, there's no rules about tickling. So if you're in a choke and the guy's ticklish, you can go and try to get out of the choke with the tickling. So, yeah, it's a very famous technique. Didn't utilize it yet, but I might use it on Toronto card. Are you ticklish? Uh, no, unfortunately, I'm not. You're looking at... I, I, you're lying. No, I'm not. No. I don't cry and I don't laugh from tickle. <laughs> the other one, the T-Rex takedown. The fighter imitates a T-Rex by holding their arms close to their chest, making screeching sounds. Yeah, that would work. Uh, I actually fought a guy, uh, Marcelo Rojo. He were, every time he would win, he would make a T-Rex pause and, like, and then scream like that. It was f***ing ridiculous. So I'm very happy that I got to destroy this guy. <laughs> I like this guy. I'm going to root for this guy on that card. I I got one more to play. Uh, This is Dim. We're talking to a couple of UFC fighters. Uh, UFC 297 in Toronto, Scotiabank Arena in January. This is uh, Dim Mori with Mike Malott, who is uh, fighting out of Burlington, Ontario. His record right now is 10-1-1. and Talking about, I guess, your good luck charms that you might have with you when you go into the into that octagon you know anything that you must have with you good luck underwear a little keychain something that you have with you that brings you luck chain. i don't have anything like that the only kind of superstition i have is after i fight in something i don't wear it again so when i fight in my shorts my ufc shorts are all hanging in my room my gloves are all hanging in my room if i don't you know i gifted some to my my dad but the the sweater I, I walk out in, I, I don't wear again. So I don't have anything that I lead up to the fight with as far as good luck, but I like saving those um, pieces of memorabilia almost like trophies. I feel like they've been used. They don't need to work again, you know. I like that there's, you know, one set of blood on my gloves. I like that there's sweat from just that night. I like that it's remained untouched since the job's been done. That seems like a very costly Superstition. Like, it seems like there's a lot more cost involved doing your way. Well, the UFC pays for all of our gear, so <laughs> none of it comes out of my pocket. Really? You're getting new stuff anyway every time, so it's just basically as long, you know, I'm, I'm not training in that. That's pretty much the only difference. You just enjoy spending their money. Yeah, why not? It's for sure. They got write-offs, but There you go. UFC 297 in Toronto, Scotiabank Arena, January 20th. 20th. Uh, tickets on sale Friday, 10 a.m., Ticketmaster.ca. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz is going to be so upset. Oh, no. What I, why? Right why? 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 And Maria is so giddy right now. Oh, I love for it. God's sake. I was on TikTok again. Oh. <laughs> Remind cool. everyone in a day, how long are you spending on TikTok, Maria? I don't know, like two and a half, three hours. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. It's research. Can I do other things while you do this? No. Oh. You have to listen to this. I need your full attentiveness. Attentiveness. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> okay. It sounds like somebody who spends three hours on TikTok a day. <laughs> okay. Now, you have to really, really listen. Yes. 
Because this is a fast talker on TikTok. Okay. Talking about red nails. Mm-hmm. Really quick, Maria, are you, you got red nail polish today? You got red nails on. Yeah, actually. you've been rocking red nail polish for a couple of days yeah, now. Yeah, it actually has been a couple of weeks now. Oh, a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry surprised. for not noticing. Listen to this. Yeah. Today, we're going to test out the red nail theory. But first, what is it? So the red nail theory is basically the theory on TikTok that says if you have red nails, you get asked out on more dates, you get noticed more by guys. Or if you're in a relationship, your boyfriend will want to hug you more. <laughs> Apparently, men find women who wear red nails more attractive because that's who what they saw growing up. Back in the day, most women wore red nails and it was like in TV shows, whether it's your grandma or your mom. I think I saw a statistic and it said that men are 80% more likely to notice your nails if you wear red. So the idea is simple. If you wear red nail polish, you're more likely to get attention from potential suitors. And it worked because my friend wore red nails this weekend and she got proposed to. I always thought it was because red is the color that you glow when you're attracted to someone. Like in the caveman days, you're, you know, down there area would glow red. There's a lot of history behind it, but I think I love the red nails. I feel so fierce. I feel like I can't back down for anyone. Like, I just want to cuss someone out. It's almost like dyeing your hair. I feel like red nails is almost like an attitude. I also bought myself flowers. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sure. (laughs) So much going on there. (laughs) So wait a second. So, okay. So red nails is the modern day equivalent of back in the caveman days when somebody was attracted and they're, um, their nether regions would glow? Apparently. Mm, Interesting. And that there's so many different things with red nails that come with red nails. So you've been rocking red nails for a couple of weeks now. Yes. This is a red nail theory according to this TikTok video that you watched. Has it been working? No. (laughs) (laughs) It hasn't worked for Maria, but it has worked for some other people on TikTok who reacted to that video. I don't even mean to say this in a bragging way. Holy the red nail theory is so accurate. I'm not even kidding. I got these nails done two days ago, and I've already had like four men come up to me in public. The red nail theory is so real. I have never been asked out on so many dates or complimented as much as I have been in the past two or three weeks with these nails. Like I'm talking, I've been asked on maybe five or six dates. I don't believe in anything else more than the red nail theory. <laughs> Every time I have my nails painted red, floodgates are opening. There's people in my DMs. I'm getting asked on dates. What's your number? I'd love to see you again. Boom. Go to the salon last week. Nails red. All of a sudden, I'm a hot commodity. I'm trying to be a bitch right now, but if you don't do this, you're literally stupid. Like, I, I can't help you. Everyone always said, oh, if you want to get something from a man, paint your nails red. When you hear this, okay, I'm usually a long nail girly. I do dip powder. It takes forever. It costs a ton. I go in. I'm like, chop them off. Let's do a red gel manicure. But I walk home. I'm looking frizzy as fuck special my man who by the way i've been living with for 10 years takes one look at me one look at me and says you look really good today i want to get you something what what does that even mean like a gift i ran in here to tell you i don't know what's going on i don't know all i know is i did this and suddenly i look good (laughs) (laughs) sure sure i mean guys are simple right like I have been told that my nails look good this week that's it yeah yeah sure but beyond that like were you hoping to follow the red nail theory to get things? because Like, not necessarily, because da- you're already dating someone. Yes. So beyond, outside of that realm. No, honestly, so I, I never do color on my nails. And then I was at the nail salon, and my nail tech was like, let's do red nails, the red nail theory. And then after she said that, the red nail theory came up all over my algorithm on TikTok. Because your phone's listening to you. It is, always. Um, and TikTok and I are best friends, it's fine. So... 
And then now, you know, I've been looking into the red nail theory. So maybe oh. I'll do them red again and give it another three weeks and see what happens. Oh, here's a question, though, mm. because like this last girl that we heard, her boyfriend of, of, of or partner of 10 years noticed the red nails and then said, hey, I want to get you something. In your relationship with Louis, has he noticed the red nails? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, it's, so it hasn't been working. <laughs> Not so much. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I got to play you these two clips. I got two clips of two grandmas with no chill. Uh oh. <laughs> um, the first one is a grandma who is 106. Yes. 106. What a life, what a life, what a life. Congrats, Grandma. You got some wisdom at 106. You yeah. know things at 106. You know what it takes at 106, what you need in life to get you from, say, your 30s to 106. People should listen to you. So this is the conversation between this grandma who is 106 and her 38-year-old unmarried granddaughter. I'm 38. I've never been there. Really, Nana? 38 years old. I've never been there. No children or nothing. You sure missed a lot of life. Why do I have to get married and have kids to have a good life? You have no good life. I do. You don't go nowhere. I do. I just got back from a trip. By yourself, no man. If you don't have a man, you ain't nothing. (laughs) Really? I'm not nothing without a man, huh? I had a husband, tell you that, huh? I still have sex. I know you do, but that's not right. That's dirty. (laughs) Sleeping around like a... It's one person. One person. Sleeping around like a... Oh, my gosh. Yo, Grandma, keeping it real. No man. If you don't have a man, you ain't nothing. Okay. Okay. Now I got to play this other grandma with no chill. So this is a voicemail that the granddaughter got when the grandma accidentally sent the granddaughter nudes. Raven, this is your grandmother. I apologize so much. I sent you pictures. I pushed your name by mistake. I meant to send it to my friend, Brian Allen. Please delete that picture from your group. Please, Grandma, baby. Grandma, when I looked up at my thing and I seen that, I felt so bad. I was sending it to Brian Allen. Oh, I was sending it to Brian. Horrifying. Oh, my God. But oh, Brian no, Allen, no. though, right? <laughs> Brian Allen. He never got them. Yeah, he never got them. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, everybody knows Shaquille O'Neal, basketball great. NBA multiple NBA uh, champion. Legend. Legend in the game. One of the funniest guys in the entire world. Uh, analyst as well with the NBA, I believe on TNT yep. still. Best right? sports show out there. It's true. Uh, also, Shaquille O'Neal, the rapper. Um, in the early days of his career, when he was still playing with Orlando, he tried to launch mm-hmm. a hip-hop career. I remember this very right? well. And uh, he released, like, I didn't realize, he released, like, between 93 and, like... Oh, one? He released like four albums. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and his style 
His rapping style has changed with every version of Shaq as a rapper. Okay. And the one thing about Shaq as a rapper... It's called evolution. Yes. Right? Yes. The one thing is Shaq as a rapper, because he was still in the league, and I guess he was just very self-conscious of still being in the league, representing a team, representing the NBA, and also, like, kids looking up to him, he never swore in any of his raps, right? No, no, no. So Shaq is on, believe it or not, and he doesn't swear on this one, a new song with... Yeah. Rick Ross and Meek Mill. Oh, wow. So Rick Fire. Ross and Meek Mill swear throughout the whole song. Oh. Right? And then Shaq comes in and he's like, just Shaq. Well, he but, might as well at that point. Right? But his style on the song is actually, it matches the vibe. And it's pretty good. But again, you want to talk about the evolution. Let's go back to the first time we heard Shaq on a record. Yeah. And then you can compare throughout time what Shaq sounds like now. So back in 93, he appeared on a song called What's Up, Doc, with the Fushnikins. And he sounded like this. I'm the hooper, viper, protect When I'm out the hooping, yo, you better decipher. In other words, you better make a funky decision. Because I'm going to be a shack knife and cut you with precision. Forget Tony Danza, I'm the boss. When it comes to money, I'm like Dick the boss. Now who's the first pick me? Road this morning. Not a Christian late now. Not a morning. That's okay. And every now and then he throws in, like, the names of... Other NBA players, right? Yeah. That was 93. And then he releases That's an album. very much of the time, though, right? Very like, much, totally. yeah. Yeah. And that same year, he released a song called I Know I Got Skills. Yeah, I like this. Right? Yeah. A little West Coast vibe. Yeah. And then in 96, he had a song with like old Biggie lyrics called Can't Stop the Rain. And Shaq sounded like this. Can't stop it. Block it. When I drop it. Anytime I go rhyme for rhyme on a topic. Like very laid back, right? I'm good with this too. So you fast forward to 2023. On a song called Shaq and Kobe by Meek Mill and Rick Ross. And Shaq has the honors of rhyming the very last verse on the song and sounds like this. I did it my way and it got me rich. Not only do I got the plays, I got the hits. You on the sideline, your time was warming the pitch. I am a landmine, I was all in the trench. Bitch. Talking like hundred something, and like twenty something. Throwing round, flying spur like when I So saying the B word is like the most like, sounds like explicit. He, he sounds like he needs to work on his cardio. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Sounds like he's hurting a little yeah, bit. He's struggling. Yeah, yeah. He's struggling There's a couple a bit. other tracks, like earlier this year, he <sighs> appeared on with like other independent artists. Yeah. And same thing. Yeah. He, Even when you watch him on TNT, right? He sounds he's winded. That's a bit. You got to pump a lot of oxygen <laughs> yeah. through that yeah. body, man. Yeah. Can I say, it's so interesting to hear that rap compared to like today. And I don't mean to be that guy. Like mm-hmm. just compared to like today's hip hop yeah. to that. First, I could understand everything he was saying. Yes. yes, everything, yes. Yeah. every word. Whereas today, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, that's fire, Shaq. Right, they should release that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Shaq could jump on the remix. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Sabrina, welcome to Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story. When and where does your Hell of a Story take place? Uh, so my Hell of a Story is actually 
still taking place and it's oh. kind of ongoing. What's the drama? Like, what did you fall into? What happened? What's going on? So let's say once upon a time, there was this girl and this girl is also narrating the story right now. So okay. she's me. Okay. I'm the girl. Okay. Sabrina's yeah. the girl. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I want you to say yeah. this story's about me. Because so, it's a story. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So once upon a time, there's a girl. Okay. Yes. And she's, she's in her late 20s, you know, blonde, fun, cute kind of girl. You know, some may consider her to be quite put together, a, a catch, many okay. accomplishments, happy life. Very good, stable place in her life, okay? Okay. And where okay. do you live? Where do you live? Just for clarification I here. I live in Langley, BC. Okay. okay. Yep. There was this one thing on, on Sabrina's checklist that hadn't been checked off yet, though. And that was to find love. Aww. So I joined some dating sites. Okay. But... I don't have time to fart around and I'm not interesting in or interested in like meaningless connections or hookups or all this baloney that's going on in the dating scene right now. Yeah. So I was thinking like, how can I catch my prospect's attention, make myself stand out, show off my personality, communicate to them that I'm looking for something intentional and, and do all of this without, you know, spending so much time wasting this precious time. Yeah. And um, I, I thought I had to thought, and I was like, uh-huh. What better way than to write them a song? <laughs> so you're on, let's say, Hinge, right? Yeah. And then, and then somebody matches with you. You match with them, and then what they like reach out, and then you write a song for them. Like that's your reply is you send them a song. Totally, yes. So I write oh. them a personalized love song. So oh. this is before. Oh my god! You actually start like having a back and forth with them. Like you match. And then the first thing you hit them back with is a song? So sometimes I'll actually be the first one to reach out with a song if I see <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, 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 okay. So can we play a couple of them here? Yeah, totally. Uh, so give me Daniel. This is what you wrote for Daniel. Play that for me, Mocha. Oh my God, Morgan Wallen? Last night, Daniel reached out to me. He noticed I got ink, a cute dog, and that I'm pretty. He wants to know what I got up to on the long weekend. I've got this feeling that he wants to be more than friends. Anyway, to answer your question, what I do? Well, on Friday, I went out to a karaoke bar and I sang a song. Before you know it, it wasn't long till I was in an Uber with my friend after my sixth Long Island. After that, the rest of the night was kind of a blur until Saturday when I did a magic mushroom trip. I'm trying to sum up my whole long weekend in this one voice clip I'm hoping that my honesty about it don't make you run just know that if I was your wife we'd have so much stinking fun because I'm looking for my husband Wow Sabrina that's amazing I, I'm loving this I'm loving great. these so, so uh, how did it go we'll, we'll quickly move through some of these here how did it go with Daniel did you guys hook up so no he wanted to know what I did that long weekend I was very honest with him yeah. and unfortunately till this day I still never got a reply. Oh damn. Okay. Yo, I like this stuff. I'm, I'm into it. Well, I'm, I'm into I'm it. What all... else you got? Okay, what else so you here, got? Give me uh, this is what you wrote for Ben. Oh my god. Carly Ray? 
You said hi on August 25th, and I'm sorry for the late reply. But to be honest with you, I'll need a little more than hi. How are you? It's a little plain. Come on, Ben, I know you gotta have some game. Now, I'm not trying to be rude, because you might be a really cool dude. You could always use a pickup line or arrange a date and simply let me know what time. Because, hey, how are you? It's a little boring. Because oh, wow. we hate ignoring. Yo, hold on. Okay. okay Yo, yeah. Ben never replied, right? Guaranteed he didn't reply. Actually, he did. Oh, he <laughs> did? After you flamed him on that track. Okay. <laughs> and did you guys go out? So it took him about a week to reply. And then at about 3 a.m. one night, I'm sleeping and I get a ding and it's Ben. And he says, hey, what you doing? Um, I just, I felt in my heart like he wasn't the one for me. Yeah. <laughs> I had the vibes to his Wow. Okay. Yo, the effort you put into these tracks. Wow, Sabrina. So, Sabrina, the, the thing is, you are, like, we can we can trust you in the fact that you're looking for love and not looking to become a viral hit, right? I definitely am coming from the right place, and I'm just trying to make this whole journey of finding love enjoyable. Uh, okay. <laughs> Damn. Uh, uh, Sabrina, I know both Mocha and I are off the market, both happily married. Um, but is there a chance that you could sort of freestyle something for us directed at myself and Mocha, Ronza and Mocha? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, okay, go ahead, Mocha. Oh my God. <laughs> I love this song so much. I'm gonna be honest with you that I've been searching for my boo, but now that I've come across you too. I may have had a change in heart. I think it's time for a new start. I don't want a husband, but I want to. Oh! Just the three of us. What do you think, guys? It'd be lots of fun. I hope this song don't make you run. Okay, this song is done. I hope your hearts I've won. Wow, Sabrina. Uh, Sabrina, you are a wild one. Hey, if people want to find you on any of the uh, dating apps, you prefer Hinge, right? I do prefer Hinge. That's where I can send nice voice clips for them. Okay. okay. Do you want or do you want to give your uh, your Hinge name out there so people can find you? Go for it. Do it no, right now. You can put my name out there. My name is Sabrina Duda, and you can find me on Hinge. There you go. Oh, I love you, Sabrina. That's amazing. That's Thank great. you. No problem. Love you, too. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, do you see Maury's eye today? Oh god, it hurts so much. No, Did you see it? he's got like some dirty sty on his eye. Ah, uh, gro- uh. ew! Hold on a second. I did not come in here for that. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. And also, when Maury sends me pictures, because he sent me two pictures this weekend. Why is your shirt off when you send me a picture, man? I don't want to see your shoulders. Yeah, that's harassment. Right? Well, that was the one this morning before I went in the yeah, shower. Yeah, it's not good, though. Don't, don't do that when you're... Hold when on. You got to look at this. It's because you put so much crap on your face, more. You're clogging up everything. I thought it was because my dog licked his thingy thingy and no, then licked my eye. No, 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 no. It's your dirty. The dog's not dirty. Here, look at this. I don't know if you guys can see that. Oh. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. Are you sure? That's it. Maury you went sure that's and got a sty, not something else. It looks at some sort of infection you got going Maury on. Maury went. There. Do you have white gut? Because then that's pink eye. No, it's, no, my, but the eye's not pink. Bro, no, but, and, pink it and it wasn't. And it wasn't sealed shut this morning. In the morning. 
<laughs> Bro, you look like you got beat up. Okay, hold on here. Look, look at this one, Mocha. Look at this one. Oh, that's so oh. nasty. You're disgusting. Uh, first of all, what is it? What'd you get it from, Mor? Uh-huh. I thought so it was dirty. my dog. No, you're, it's because you put all this crap in your face, uh-huh. and you don't like it's just it's a, it's just build up on build up on build up on build up. Or no, it's just your hands. Like yeah. I, I think it came from you. I don't think. Don't blame the dog. No, that dog Poor cleaner dog. than you. Come in and show Mocha. Might be the snail cream. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He has so much crap going on on his don't face. Like, like his gloves. his routine is. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> disgusting. <laughs> it's so gross. Yeah, you know what's so messed up? Moy went and got coffee today. <laughs> yeah. And then, so I've been holding the coffee cup yes. with my hand. Obviously. Oh, and I've been drinking from it. Yeah. I didn't drink from. I didn't Wait, rub your coffee on my eye. No. Hold on. I, I don't know. Yeah, you look that up. Okay, Google. <laughs> I find yo. Anything more he has is contagious. I know. Uh, it's so... Does it hurt more? It hurts, eh? I've had it hurts a lot. You yeah. know what I had that looked very similar, which was an ingrown eyelash. Maybe what? that's what I this is. I don't know what happened, but something... I had like an eyelash that grew in the wrong way kind yeah. of thing, and then it puffed up real bad, and yeah, but Maury's is like... It looks tight. Like the so, eyelid just look. It looks inflamed. Use a chamomile bag on the eye. Helps. I did that, and I did a hot towel, and my husband wouldn't... Like, he was not helping at all. I asked him to get me a hot towel, yeah. and he goes, I'm not going near you. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Did you have sleep on the couch like again last night? No, I slept in bed. Yeah, but which did way? Sl- like, did he sleep on the couch? I would no. make you. I would make you put that eye like like close in to the glass? pillow, so I didn't have to look at it. <laughs> like I'd make you face the other way or something like that. Did he oh. have the pillow barrier in between? The, we call it the communications pillow. Oh. So yes, yes. That's have you tried? Sad. Have you tried? Have you tried squeezing it? Because it looks like you it were, said on the on in the internet not to squeeze. That's, that's it. not what I said though. It said, hey, "Did you try before you know what it was? You no. didn't try because it, it looks really angry." It's, it is very angry. It looks very upset. Is it itchy? Well, what is it? It's what very it itchy. It's uh, scratchy and it hurts behind. But he, yeah. what do you mean it hurts behind? Like behind my eye. Like I guess the eyelid or something yeah. is like straining itself. Yeah. So the like all the infection and stuff is on the inside, right? Yeah. If you're just joining us, Maury came in with a sty. We're talking about his eye, not anything else. <laughs> <laughs> you might need a patch, right? That'd be kind of fire. I have though. a patch. You remember when I had shingles in my yeah. eye? I have an eye patch. Yeah, I'm Maria not, Roz came not, in with shingles. I'm not going to oh. give it. To you. I'm not going to give it to you. But I well, have. Well, he had one. the eye patch, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's catchy. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, it's nasty. Like it is. You may have to leave. It's bro. nasty. And also, you sent this to me. When did you send this picture to me yesterday? It was. Why like, are you sending it to him? I don't. know. That's such a weird thing. To send I, a Matthew wasn't thing. helping, so I wanted someone like, to like, help. Right at lunchtime, twelve oh nine. What do you think? <laughs> right, at, right, at, right at. But that was right breakfast at, for me. Right at lunch. But what do you think Ross is going to do? Yeah, what what is, am I going to do? You send him that text, that photo, and what yeah. do you expect? Back? I thought he'd be like, "Oh, you no. know what? Um, I have had one of those. Here's what you no. do." Can I tell you exactly what it is? And Maury's done this countless times. Mm. Um, Maury will go through some sort of thing that is slightly traumatic. Uh, and he will look for support from his husband, and as we've just heard, he gives him absolutely no support. Mm-hmm. So Maury goes husband hunting, mm. where he starts emailing me, thinking I'm going to play the role of the husband and give him some sort of support and guidance and care. And, and no, I didn't. I, I, I like OMG, what happened? No, are you okay? No, I don't. I don't want to look at that. It's dis- <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah, I don't like. I I it's, it's it, I don't. I barely want to look at you Monday to Friday. Oh. <laughs> And I come here, why? Oh, yeah, for the money. <laughs> oh, yeah? Really? Oh, okay. no, no, you don't come here for the money. You come here for the debt. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
put the Christmas tree up this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. We did one of our trees yesterday. <sighs> trees on trees, huh? Yep. We were supposed we got to. The, uh, the inflatables up on the front lawn. Yeah. Are they, they're up right now? Yep. Yeah. Just yep. doing their thing? Just doing their thing. Really? Inflating, huh? deflating, inflating, deflating. Damn. <laughs> and then uh, lights as well. Some. Yeah. And then this week, because it's going to be nice, I got to do lights above the garage, lights in the backyard. We go all out. It's a lot. I, mm-hmm. I got to redo all the, yeah. So you guys did tree? We did the tree, and then we watched a lot of... Uh, the Haunting of Bly Manor, because Rox oh, yeah. really loved The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. We have this thing going on at home where Rox really loves horror stuff, right? Catherine mm-hmm. used to really love horror movies. And like, a, and it's, she's not the first person I've, I've heard say this, but after she became a mom, like after she had a kid, she couldn't do horror movies anymore, mm-hmm. right? She, just something clicked where she didn't want to be scared. She didn't want to look at people in danger. She didn't like nothing. Like she didn't enjoy them anymore. Mm-hmm. She used to really love horror movies, like all kinds of horror movies. And now it's just like she can't go to bed at night if we watch something scary. She has to go and put like an episode of The Office on sure. or half an episode of Gilmore Girls. Like she has to go to bed with something like pleasant in her mind. Mm-hmm. And she tries to, like, implement that for all of us. We can't go to bed like this. We can't do this. And Rox is like, oh, my God, I'm totally fine. Yeah. Um, so Rox and I love watching scary stuff. And Halloween is when Catherine is like, okay, let's watch some scary movies. And so Rox and I have this thing now of where I'm like, okay, you go to mom and say, hey. <laughs> <laughs> go ask. You go right? ask. I'm like, you go to mom and say, hey, mom. Like, listen, I, I you know, Halloween was great. But I'm still, I still don't think that I'm done with, like, Halloween movies yet. And then I'll say, yeah, yeah, you know what, Rox? Me too. Yeah, right? Great idea, yeah. Ken. And we'll, and we'll do, yeah, great idea. You're so smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so we've done this now for like since Halloween finished, uh-huh. right? Every, like every night we'll watch something scary. So Haunting of right? Hill House. Yeah. So we watched. And then Bly oh, Manor. And then we're watching Bly Manor right now. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then there's another horror. We watched, um, uh, I don't know, one of those other paranormal thing. I don't even know what it was after Halloween. Activity? We watched that. No, it was like a different one. I don't know which one. The one I, in Mexico? I don't know what it was. Yeah, there With was the something portal? going on. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think that was four. I don't Help know. me out, Maria. I know you're a fan of those ones. I don't pa- know. Uh, paranormal Activity, I think that was four or five. Four. Yeah. yeah, we watched one. Of, we watched one of those, but we're on a roll of all scary stuff all the time You need to do now. Talk to Me, the new one. What's new, that? What's the that? The one movie? where you put your hand in the sculpture of a hand. And then something in the room takes over your body. Yeah, it's crazy scary. It's, I, I watched. It. I wouldn't say crazy scary, and I'm. I'm I don't like, even like scary movies. I thought it was. I thought it was just like weird. Yeah, but it was good. Okay. It was good weird. You know. Yeah, but now yeah. we're now we're looking for Christmas horror movies. Oh, do Black Christmas? What's that? My uncle's movie. No, stop it with your uncle's movie, Maureen. <laughs> Jesus, wow. it's a horror movie that takes place. Yeah. It's exactly what you asked for. Yeah, but isn't that movie like from like? Wait, your uncle the stripper. No, no, my other uncle. Uncle Michael? No, this is Uncle Harv. Oh, Uncle oh. Harv, yeah. 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 Uh, didn't he just pass? Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Uncle, Uncle Harv. Well, now you have to watch it in honor. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, I met Uncle Harv once. I know. <laughs> nice I guy. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. Oh, man. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, yesterday was Diwali. A lot of people celebrating. That's true. Festival of Lights. And in 2023, 
Is it offensive to play the Diwali song from the no, office? No, I, I think they, I think people love the Diwali song. Is that okay? Yeah. I struggle with this every single year, and I, I didn't play it last year in celebration of Diwali because I just thought, you know, everyone gets offended by everything all the time. Yeah. No, I don't think, I mean, there's a lot of stuff from the office that maybe, you know, some could argue you wouldn't want to play. But I, I don't think the Diwali song, I've never heard anybody who's like, ugh, that offensive Diwali song. I've only heard people who love the Diwali song. Uh, season three, episode six. It was the one when Michael told his girlfriend, Carol, that it was a costume party because yeah. he didn't understand what Diwali was all about. Right. And then she shows up in a cheerleader. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Michael tries to steal the spotlight and takes over close to the end of the night to sing a song in celebration of Diwali. This yeah. is going out to Indians everywhere. It's a tribute to one of the greats, Mr. Adam Sandler. Diwali a festival of lights. That's so good. Let me tell you something. Tonight has been one crazy night. So put on your saris. It's time to celebrate Diwali. Everybody looks so jolly, but it's not Christmas, it's Diwali. The goddess of destruction, Kali, stop by to celebrate a Wally. Don't invite any zombies to a celebration <laughs> of a Wally. Along came Polly to have some fun at a Wally. If you're Indian and you love to party, have a happy, 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 happy Diwali. song right yeah classic <laughs> it's so good like i guess you can't go wrong i mean you can't <laughs> i think any way you celebrate something is a celebration uh, no i mean no right no yeah no no uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast Friday. Payday. What you know about that? Oh, yeah? Is it? Yeah, it is. That yep. means Maury's buying coffee. Yep. I bought coffee the other, like, two days. <laughs> Bro, you are so quick to jump at the chance anytime anyone else offers to go for a coffee run. Yeah. Shem walked in here the other day and was like, hey, guys, I'm going for coffee. Anybody want anything? And Maury was like, I'll have the buffet. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I know. I feel that a sesame seed bagel with cream cheese is cheaper than a no. latte. We've talked about this feel, many, many, many times on the show. When someone says, hey, going to go for a coffee. You guys want anything? Yeah. It is, you don't need to say no. to everyone in the room, drinks only. It's but you assumed. said anything. It's assumed. No, it's assumed. Then don't no. say, do you want anybody, anything? No. No. Anybody want anything? Yeah. Yes. Right? It's, sesame assumed, bagel. it's assumed it's Not a coffee. Bagel. Not a big right? one. And also, your drink order yeah. should not be more than my drink order. No, no. no How many times like, have, like... like if, somebody, if somebody goes, yo, even if it's not like Starbucks, like even if it's like Tim Hortons, like, like where it's a little bit more... Like you can't say, like when somebody goes, hey, I'm doing a Tim Hortons run, you can't go, I'll have the lamb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just—it's yeah. not in the spirit of it. Uh -huh. No, but uh -huh. if I don't want advantage. a normal coffee and I'd like something specialty, 
then you supplement it. Uh-huh. You or you the say budget, the budget the individual is working with is you get the money for the coffee. If there's anything above and beyond that, you got to throw them some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or right, you or just, you, you just, just say gotta, no. You thank gotta, you. You got to throw them some money. Or you say no. Thank you. Wait till the show's over yeah. and then go get your buffet meal. Prime rib will have the end piece, please. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesecake for dessert. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. right? Like, where are you going, Tim Horton? Shrimp cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, it's just not. It's not right. And make sure you get, they give you one of them little bowls of water. Yeah, they got the lemon yeah. slice in it. In my defense, I got the bagel, but I did not get a drink with the maraschino chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the side. If it's on the side, I send it back. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't. Yeah. You can't do that, Macaroni right? No, but I didn't take large. a drink. I only took the food. Right. No, but it doesn't matter. At that point, you should say no thank you. Two the, drinks equal yes. like a bangle. Yeah. Is, is the kale fresh? If it's not fresh, I don't want it. <laughs> Send it back. <laughs> like, what was it the other day? I said, hey, everyone, I'm going to place an order for Starbucks. Yeah. Nobody want anything. Roz gets his $2 coffee. I yeah. got my $3 drink, whatever. Maury's like, extra grande, triple this, quad that. <laughs> Cost more. Yeah. Maury's one drink cost. I should have said no, but yeah. whatever. I'm a nice guy. Cost more than everything, right? Cost more. Maury's one drink cost yeah. more than yours and mine combined. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like respect, man. I'll have, a, I'll have a lady lavender latte <laughs> with sixteen pumps, please. I think it's worth mentioning. I have gone a few times and paid for my own drink. Oh man. Well. Okay. What I tried. Mean? Like yeah, I've gone on my own for me, and I bought my own. Yeah, but we. Yeah, but without bringing or offering offering anyone else. Anyone else. Yeah, Maury never asked. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't ask for you to pay for me. <laughs> but that's me. That's just you going for coffee. That's uh-huh. like I've I've never paid for your gas either. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not like I don't pay your condo fees, more. Good luck. <laughs> right? Yeah, great. Valid point. Right. Which went Solid. up like right? yesterday. Yeah, like we don't we don't do that. But no, it's just not it's just not in the spirit when somebody offers to go for coffee that you start rhyming off all this other stuff yeah. and you, you take see forty eight timbits. Yeah, you see it as opportunity and mm-hmm. like it's just not it, the cob salad is delicious. If the dress is on the side, I send right. it back. Right? <laughs> like, it's not anyway, cool, man. It's payday. Maury's buying, y'all. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, Dua Lipa is back. She got a new song. Highly anticipated new song. Three-time Grammy Award winner. Dua Lipa releasing the track called Houdini. Music video is out right now. All takes place inside of a dance studio, and she's just singing, dancing. Choreography is just, like, off the charts. Uh, We know she's working on an album. Don't know a release date yet. Do not know a name. But at some point in the next few months, I'm sure we're going to get more details. Of course, Dua Lipa just been on, like, a crazy run since uh, since she debuted in late 2019. Um, the Future Nostalgia album from 2020 was crazy. She got the song in the Barbie movie earlier mm-hmm. uh, this oh, yeah, summer. I forgot about that song. Right? Yeah. Uh, Maria from the Roz mm-hmm. and Mocha Show had a chance to talk to Dua Lipa, um, hearing the conversation in advance. It sounded like she was a nice person. She was nice? Oh, she was amazing. So nice. And she's just so pretty. So effortless. She's so nice. Uh, this is Maria with Dua Lipa. Now, how do you continuously find 
the ideas behind your music? Is it certain life events? What do you explain a little bit of the backstory about trying to get rid of things that aren't good for you, but obviously kind of finding the right moment to make that Houdini effect happen. So where do you find all of these really cool ideas? Yeah, I mean, this um, this whole album was really written like a diary, pretty much. It was like, as things were happening in real time, I would go into the studio next day and I would have a lot of ammo to just write about. And um, I think, you know, a lot of those songs change from what they were 24 hours after something had happened that I'd written about it. And then two weeks later, when I look on a situation and go, actually, let me just rewrite this a little bit because that's actually not how I feel anymore. Um, but they were very much written in what felt like diary form, essentially. And I feel like I always write best from my own personal experiences. So I just kind of kept that kept that going. I really, I really do appreciate your time and all the best of luck with all the new music coming out. I can't wait for everybody else to hear and thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks so much, Maria. I appreciate it. See ya. Uh, Maria, uh, sorry, Maria. Dua Lipa is one of those artists where I forget she has an accent when she talks (laughs) because when she sings, it just sounds like an American accent. Yeah, it's true. It throws you off for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, especially in the style that she does, right? Because normally you can normally you can hear it, but you don't hear anything, eh? Uh, this is uh, Maria talking to Dua Lipa. You're obviously in a studio right now, so talk to me a little bit about the inspiration. Where do you continue to find this incredible inspiration to make these new songs, and where did Houdini come from? Oh, um, well, this very room actually is um, the studio where I made pretty much most, pretty much if not every song on my album. Houdini was started in Los Angeles, but it was finished here. And uh, it it's, you know, Houdini's an escape artist and it's essentially about, you know, knowing your worth, knowing what's good for you, knowing what you deserve, knowing when to stay and knowing when to essentially pull a Houdini. Ooh. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's like, tongue-in-cheek it's got like a very club dancey after hours feeling with like a real psychedelic um flair like throughout and um yeah I'm just like I'm excited for people to hear it because it's a little bit different from you know other things people might have heard from me Uh, there's this one quote that I read when and we'll play the new song in a second here Houdini there's this one quote that I read from Dua Lipa about the song where she says Houdini embodies that 4 a.m. feeling when the night is coming to a close and you're a bit sweaty, but you just don't want the party to end. Dua Lipa almost made me drive off the, the highway at 4 a.m. So the big, <laughs> have you seen the big giant billboard? No. Right? So the cover for the single, uh-huh. right, is... Is I, it the one I, with the tongue? Yeah, right. So it's... Because <laughs> there's it's, two. Right, there's two yeah. covers. Okay, but I, I'm driving down and it's giant. The billboard is giant, right? Yeah. And I'm only half look, paying attention <laughs> uh-huh. and there's like no writing on it like whatsoever. And to me, it just looked like two women tongue kissing, yeah. right? <laughs> and, but, but, at four, but at four in the morning, I start thinking somebody who works at that billboard, the digital billboard, yeah. got fired and this was their last F you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Before walking off the job. But I was like, yeah. what the hell's that? And then I realized it's a mirror and it's her and only her. Yeah. Right? But I was like, what? Sticking her tongue yeah. out. Yeah. Right? Licking the mirror. Yeah. yeah. Or, but what I thought, licking somebody? But I thought, I thought somebody lost their job, uh, man. I got one more here. Uh, this is Maria talking to Dua Leaf about the new song, Houdini. I know you have such exciting things coming out, obviously. The new song, Houdini. What are you most looking forward to with this new song? Oh, gosh. Everything. I mean, um, 
it's been quite a while since I'm like promoting something that feels, you know, like the beginning of a new era. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to all of it. I'm looking forward to, you know, all the videos, all the performances, all the like fun moments that I get to have with all the fans and the listeners and preparing a new tour and all those kind of things are just very, very exciting. And so there's um, lots to look forward to, lots of things that I'm I'm very much, very much excited for. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, people are starting to receive the cyber trucks that they ordered earlier this year. The Tesla Cybertruck? Oh, the Teslas. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Those things are ugly. Um, and according to the terms of your purchase of your Tesla Cybertruck, mm-hmm. you cannot resell the vehicle within the first year of owning it from the delivery date. Or Tesla could, could come after you for 50K. Because I guess they, they don't want people making a giant profit off it. Mm-hmm. They don't want that to encourage that market. Uh, in the people- agreement, it says here, quote, you agree that you will not sell or otherwise attempt to sell the vehicle within the first year following your vehicle's delivery date. Tesla may seek injunctive, uh, injunctive re- relief to prevent the transfer of title of the vehicle or demand liquidated damages from you in the amount of $50,000 or the value received as consideration for the sale or transfer Whichever is greater. Tesla Damn. may also, get this, Tesla may also refuse to sell you any future vehicles. <laughs> oh. Come on. <laughs> now, it does go on to say only if the customer has, like, a valid reason. And it's proven to be sure. valid. They may buy but it I back ma- from you. Yeah, they'll buy it back, but you can't uh-huh. then sell so it. So you own it on too. consignment. Um, no, no, you own it. You just can't sell it. Right, so it's like when you lend, like when you lend an art gallery a piece of art. No, nope. like somebody nope. else, they own it, but so do you. No, nope. huh? no, no, you own it. You're just not allowed to sell it uh-huh. within they the can't first say year. That. Well, no, it does. they make you sign that. Huh. They can they, don't you, sign it. Then you don't get the truck. It says here, if Tesla huh. does not want to purchase the vehicle, the company may then agree to let the customer sell it to someone else. <sighs> Jeez. Yeah, those things are ugly too, though. I don't know, guys. I, I would buy. You kind of want one? Yeah. No, I kind of like it you because do, I thought huh? the same thing. I was like, man, these well, ugly ass vehicles. Ugly. But because in the past year I've been <sighs> seeing more and more about it, I'm yeah. a little bit intrigued. And I went to the website and how much are they? I don't even know that. Like forty grand? No. Well, forty U.S. Really? Uh huh. Um, it says here fully refundable. If I want to put like a like. If I want to fill out my credit card information, yeah. <laughs> due today, it says due today, one hundred and fifty dollars to hold. Excuse me, one hundred and fifty dollars to hold the Cybertruck, but then I gotta fill out like all the like you sign your life away. Uh huh. Yeah. The credit card info. Oh, everything. I'm just reading something. If you do try to sell it, they'll sue you for fifty grand. That's what I just said, man. That's crazy. Yes. Just sign up and don't tell your That's, wife. Wow. What do you think? Where are you, where's he going to put the truck, Maury? <laughs> Signing up and not saying anything is one thing. When that vehicle gets delivered, we going to hide it under the rug? No, then tell her, being like, hey, look, honey. No, no. Maury's answer to all problems in life is just lie to your spouse. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? You know? God. Hold on here. I got to... F- 
Yeah. No, I couldn't drive this. No? You know, you look like a no. What? Like a what? No. <laughs> like a what? Like a what? No. No. It's no. 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 You look like a huge douche in this. Uh, somebody just texted the Razamoka text line. 925 by the way. The Cybertruck yeah. can get upwards of 200K for the tri-motor. Okay. I don't know what that means. Order with car. That's why you can't get one of these. Yeah. Um... See here. I can't. Yeah, no, I can't. Out. I can't even advance on the website without no. without filling out all. No, the they. It's so weird. Like, like I'm so used. To, I'm so used to buying stuff online. Yeah. But the idea that buying a car is the same form, right? Mm -hmm. Confirm your email ad, ad, as buying a T-shirt. Like yeah. to me, there should be like, like there, there should be something <laughs> else in the. Yes, it's literally yeah. add to cart. It's add to cart. Place your order. Yes. $150 due today, fully <laughs> refundable. But you have to fill out all the information. Bro. Because you're on. right. Like you go to any other car manufacturer website. Oh. And you could customize the hell out of that thing. Yes. Just on your computer. Yes. With the and cyber then you, truck. And then you got to go and you got to talk yes. to them and all this other stuff. But according to Cybertruck, so you're Tesla, not buying it? Uh, within the first year of owning the vehicle, from the time it's delivered, you are not allowed to sell it. You're not allowed to resell it. Right. They could come after you. Tesla could come back after you. Damn. For $50,000. So ugly. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, do you want to talk about broken bones or do you want to hear from another Lady Gaga classmate? Uh, broken bones. Broken bones. Uh -huh. You're a broken bone? Yes. I, uh, yeah. What are you broken? Remember I was uh, doing extreme sports on the BMX bike? Oh, when you fell at the children's course off your this bike. This year? No, right. it wasn't a kid's course. Yes, yes. And what did you break? Was it your collarbone? Collar Is that what you broke? Yeah. Maureen, what have you broken? I almost cut off my whole finger. That's not, uh, okay, what, what did you break? Like, my skin. No, what? no. Have you ever broken a bone, man? No, but like the... Okay, no is the answer. Okay, no is the answer. Sure. No is the answer. Maria, what'd you break? No, never break, broken, oh. break it. Never broken anything. <laughs> Sham, you're broken something? My, my arm, God, yeah. Your arm? My arm, yeah. My right arm. Uh, just more, just with more his vocabulary and speech. I can't, I can't with, I, with all of you. I don't know what the hell is wrong with everybody this morning. Where are you? Okay. How long have you been in the country for again? Remind everybody. My whole life, okay? Yeah. How you say... Someone also in a text the other day goes, does Marie say botan? And I'm like, oh my God, I do. Okay. Yeah, I botan it. I, I botan it. it. I botan yeah. that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that Weird. one? What was that? What was that one meme I saw where it was like, um, uh, my my bae walked in and saw me crying. Then he cried. Then we crowed. Forty-five percent of people they say have broken a bone. Fifty-five uh, people percent of people have oh. not. Uh, Twelve percent have uh, broken their arm. You want me to go through the list of what you're most likely to break here? Yes, hearts. it is. It's a tie. Yes, hearts is not on the list, but I agree with you, Maury. A tie between breaking your arm and breaking your finger. I've broken both. Mm -hmm. Don't you still have a broken toe? Um, like it's off. Like it's all wonky. Oh yeah, there's no fixing it anymore. Yeah, I've broken all ten of my toes. I've broken twelve toes actually. Um, a Wait, broken, but you only have 10 toes. I know, because I've broken the pinky one uh, three times. <laughs> I know. Uh, the rest I, of the top 10, foot, hand, leg, wrist, rib. I've broken my hand. I've broken my ankle. I've broken my wrist. And I have broken a rib. Oh, yeah. I'm breakable. I'm like Mr. Glass. Yeah. Oh, great movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, only 4% of people, they say, have broken the nose. 
Oh, wait, I shifted my nose once. What does that mean? What does that mean? I was okay. Like, mean? if you look, I, I was on a water tube at a cottage and I fell off and hit the wave and my like cartilage shifted. So now one side's more straight than the other. So is it broken? Was it broken? Well, no, my nose isn't broken. I think just the cartilage just disappeared. Or... Well, what do you think the nose is? Maybe I did break something. I don't know if I'm broken. <laughs> There's one bone down the middle. Sorry, Maria, how long have you been in the country for again? <laughs> how you say... The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Louise, hello, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, thank you. Here's what Louise texted us, Roz. Mm-hmm. Can you please tell us more about how Roz has broken all of his toes <laughs> and a rib and all his other bones that he's broken? Maybe he needs to go for a bone density scan because he has some sort <laughs> some form of osteoporosis. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, because it was last week. You're talking about all the, you yeah. broke all your fingers and toes yeah, and yeah. rib. So, okay, and- <sighs> I've broken a lot. He broke 12 toes because he broke his pinky toe twice. No, three times, actually. I miscalculated. I've broken oh. my, I broke I my right pinky on my, uh-huh. my, yeah, my right pinky. I'm just trying to feel around on my shoe right now. <laughs> yeah, my, my right pinky. I've broken that toe three times doing this show. Like, yeah. it's been broken three times. Do you well, have any feeling there anymore? Yeah, but the last one really did it in. The last one now, it's flipped to the side where uh. the nail, the 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 baby pinky nail um, points west. Uh. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't, oh it doesn't, God. it doesn't point up. Look, even Maria's wincing right, right now. <laughs> it, 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 it goes off to the, it goes off to the side. The yeah. last one was a bad break, like uh-huh. a really bad break. But yeah, so was I. Was that the time you walked to the store barefoot? No, no, it was a time after that. That time I walked to the store barefoot and then hit a brick wall on the uh-huh. way on the way back. Uh-huh. That one sucked. Where where my toe, when I got home that time, my my baby toe was like all the other toes are pointing up, right? Uh-huh. And then my baby toe was sticking off to the side. So like, you know when you make an L with your hand? Yeah. Right? Like my my baby toe was the thumb when you make an L uh-huh. with your you make an L with your hand. I didn't know it was a dangerous job. Well, no, 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 I don't break it doing this show. <laughs> you said during the show. Not during the show. During the time we've done the show. <laughs> Not a Jesus. time on the show, Louise. God. And uh, then when you break that toe, yeah. they can't do anything for it. Like, they can't brace Nothing. it up. Or you, do the, you do the buddy system. You just have to tie you, it to... You, you tape it to the, the one next, next one. to it. Does Catherine find your mangled feet sexy? Um, when she finds, she is used to me breaking things and hurting myself when she really wants no part of it Uh are the times when I've hurt myself. And there's about a two week period in there where you're about to lose a toenail because the new toenail underneath is growing in and pushing it out like a baby tooth. Uh, Yeah. Right. And sometimes it'll be almost off. And, 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 yeah, she'll, and she'll see it and it's oh. al- and it's almost it's almost off. Yeah, Nancy. And yeah. that's when she massages your feet. That is when, yes, she loves it. She finds it super hot. But back to my question, why are you why are your bones so weak? They're not <laughs> weak. I'm just I'm just rough. Yeah, you get weak. I, bones. I broke my first bone. <laughs> my first bone snapped when I was in uh, JK. Uh-huh. I was like five years old. I jumped out okay, of a tree. Then, then your bones are soft when you're young. I don't... Now you... Oh, you have soft bones. <laughs> I don't have soft bones. My bones are hard. Uh-huh. You don't even know how hard Louise, my bones somebody are. Somebody texted okay. and asked if, if that's why Roz named his memoir a little bit broken. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. Because everything's broken. No. Uh, <laughs> no. No. First of all, Luis, okay, I am hard. Okay? okay. I'm not soft. I am hard. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Stop it. I, the I'm, follow up to your memoir should just be called Soft Bones. <laughs> Stop it. But no, I have broken an incredible amount of, of things. I have no knuckle in my in my baby my baby finger right here. On so which hand is that? My that right is hand. Your right. So here, so if you look at my look at this baby finger, right? Uh huh. On your so, left. So, so on my left hand. So see how this baby finger comes up above where this one is here. Your ring finger. My, yeah. My ring finger. Okay. Now look at look at how short this one is. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Oh wow. Because you have <laughs> yeah. no knuckle. No, I I have no knuckle right here. Right. Can you get life insurance with broken bones? Um. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it's your high risk. There's no, there's no box that says, "Are you soft or hard?" On the, on the life, in, uh, are you hard boned? Okay, I'm hard boned. I'm not soft boned. Oh, geez. All right, I'm go, just Louise. rough. I uh, hope that answered your question. It answered my question, but I think he still needs to go for a bone scan. I don't need a bone <laughs> scan. <laughs> Louise, go make that appointment. Stop it. Thank you for your time, Louise. Have a great okay. day. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, he still says that he's not running for president. Dwayne uh, The Rock Johnson was on Capitol Hill yesterday. What's he doing uh, there? Meeting with, uh, I think he met with like Chuck Schumer and like a couple other U.S. senators to talk football and military. Wow. and Not to teach them how to get swole? No. Um, boosting recruitment for the armed forces, also XFL, which The Rock owns. So here, I'm going to play you this clip. It's uh, He's doing a photo op. And you can just hear all the photographers, right? Yeah. So, of course, the standard, like, are you running for president? Are you running for president? But then listen to the mayhem and questions at the end. Mr. Johnson, are you running for president? Mr. Johnson, what brings you to the hill? All right, thanks, everybody. Thank you, folks. Yes. Yelled, can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Yep. As a question. When the man is meeting <laughs> yeah, with absolutely. U.S. senators. Absolutely. <laughs> Why wouldn't you ask that? Hey, man, it's, worse it, has happened on Capitol Hill. It's part of his personality. It's part of who he is. Yes. It's part of his history. True. true you don't even true. want I would go in on every single wrestling question I've ever had about yeah. The Rock in his career if <laughs> yeah. I was standing there. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, still not running for president, but he was there. So, that's uh, cool. Yeah, he didn't answer the question as to whether or not he's going to be <laughs> no. at WrestleMania in no. Philadelphia in April. Yeah. He's going to be there. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Hey, awesome. How are you doing? Good. Hold on. Let's uh, set this off right now. The return of Razamoka's Vented Moments, very popular segment here on the Razamoka Show. Yeah, it really took off uh, ever since the that first person that came on here and just let loose. And we realized that we have this incredible platform and oftentimes people have opinions uh, about stuff or thoughts or things that they see in their home, in their workplace, or just in life that drive them nuts. And oftentimes you can't go off on things to the people you live with, work with, whatever, because maybe there's repercussions. So vented moments, we give you the platform, we give you the audience to just go. 
So uh, you on the phone, sir, go ahead. You know, when that old gypsy woman predicted my future and said I'd find myself going places very quickly, this was probably because she saw me lunging out of the way while some Yahoo in a Ram 1500 nearly smokes me in the parking lot of Canadian Tire. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a parking lot, people. It's not the Las Vegas Grand Prix. You're not Max for stopping. <laughs> people and children and pets are just trying to get to the store of their car. It's not time to play duck, duck, goose at 100 miles an hour trying to get that spot oh so deliciously close to the mall entrance. The only reason anyone should be going that fast in the parking lot is if their daughter was kidnapped by Albanian terrorists and you have a particular <laughs> oh set of skills, a skills that are a nightmare to people like us. Wow. Yes. Wow. I'm looking at you, contractor with a rusted out dot sprinter van with more <laughs> rust and paint flying yeah. through the parking lot of Home Depot. Damn. So this happens to you on more than one occasion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm dodging traffic like it's Frogger. <laughs> okay. So are these people who are like whipping out of spots and then just hitting the gas? Or is this they've already come out of their spot or they're looking for a spot and they're just like racing around? Oh, it's uh, it's it's the woman that could barely see over the uh, dashboard of her BMW <laughs> X5 uh-huh. trying to get to the LCBO there. And then you just suddenly <laughs> find yourself rolling over the hood like TJ Hooker. <laughs> I don't even know who you are, but I know exactly <laughs> I know exactly how old you are. Have you yeah, ever exactly. in in a situation in any of the situations that you're describing to us, have you ever had to roll your window down and uh and talk to any of these individuals or do you just keep it in, keep it all to yourself uh and then wait for Razamoka's vented moments to say how you really feel? I, I think the, the the closest you could do is just kind of stand in the way while they slam on the brakes and then just kind of just do that arms outstretched like Hi there. Did you not see me? You know, one of those. Like, Hello? Am I invisible here? Am I, am I not? Do I have to paint myself red and turn to a stop sign for Halloween? What's wrong with you? Parking lots, huh? Yes. Yes, parking lots. Uh, anything else? Honda Indy. Okay. Ooh. Well, you know, it's, uh, you know there's, I was going to say the other type was the, the dude with the two giant Canadian flags on the back of his GMC Sierra. Wow. And the big F Trudeau on the front uh, windshield. And then on the back, it's Yosemite Sam with two guns that says, back off. <laughs> you know, they're trying to get to the beer store and, you know, got to get there before it closes because you got to return all those empties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, I know it's not going to change the situation, but do you feel a little bit better getting that off your chest? No, I do feel a little bit better. You feel a little bit better. Okay, okay good. Okay. Better. Well, that's, that's what uh, Razamoka's Vented Moments is for, right? Cheaper than therapy. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. You be safe out there. Thank you. Right on, brother. Take care. Bye. Uh, If you have a vented moment, uh, feel free to share. Uh, Hit us up on the Roz and Mocha text line. Just text VENT to 925-555. Anytime. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Got to talk about Shem real quick. Oh, okay. Executive producer here on the Roz and Mocha Show. Favorite subject. Shem. (laughs) Don't worry, don't worry. worry. This one's fine. This one's fine. Shemmy. Shemmy has... um, Doppelgangers everywhere. Yeah. We know visually Shem looks like um <laughs> Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown. Yes, thank you. I was yes. gonna call him Randall K. Brown. <laughs> Randall, right? Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. Shem also looks like Draymond Green Come in the on, NBA, man. who like gets in so much trouble. He got to speak five, five games last night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Shemmy. Yeah. Right? And we also know that Shem's voice. He's got voice doubles everywhere. Yep. Uh, one of the first that we heard of was from fans who were like, 
Don't Shem and Scott McGilvery from HGTV, friend of the show, family member of the show. Mm-hmm. Don't Shem and, and Scott McGilvery sound the same? Very so we had Scott McGilvery on the phone one day to read a line and then Shem read a line to see if you could differentiate between the two. I appreciate this whole seduction thing you've got going on here, but let me give you a tip. I'm a sure thing. I appreciate this whole seduction thing you've got going on here, but let me give you a tip. I'm a sure thing. Like yeah. samesies, right? Very, very similar. So weird. And then the one that blew up, blew up, was the Burger King commercial when people thought it was Shem singing a song. Whopper, 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 Junior, Double, Triple, Whopper, Flame Grill Taste with Perfect Toppers. Right. Yep. So it's not Shem. It's a guy, he's an artist, uh, by the, he goes by the name of Crown, yeah. and he's done, like, a bunch of these commercials. And even still, people are asking whether or not this is Shem singing these commercials. Fries or rings or fries and rings, BK guy really so sounds like him. Right? Royal crispy chicken, any way you like. Been a busy day, need a quick bite. Right? Yeah, like, it's, it's so... Chicken, 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 <laughs> Italian spicy, bacon, yeah. like, chicken. It's not Shem, but it sounds like him. BK Royal crispy chicken for the win. Italians back to right? join us. Yeah. Bro. And then we talk to the guy. His name's Crown and introduce him and Shem to one another. Oh no, dude, but no, dude, you're dope too, trust me. I, I, I heard the stuff I heard. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Still kind of sounds like in his talking voice. So yeah. there's another one. Yeah, yeah. That we have here for you. And it's become kind of like an inside joke on the Razamoka show when this commercial plays and behind the scenes, we all start doing the voice. But it's a voice from a commercial advertising for a true crime podcast on the CBC. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> and the guy's voice, it's... So it sounds like Shem, but it sounds like Shem when he does a certain voice when he's, like, acting. Yes. And he's done this voice on a previous Halloween radio drama that David Mori produces here every Halloween on the show. And Shem kind of does this voice a lot when he's playing like a detective or the neighbor or the guy like in the neighborhood, like a friend of yours. Yes. So this is Shem from the radio drama that we had on in uh, 2020. Please be safe, guys. The jeans he's after are in the bottom drawer. Please don't eat any of the pumpkin pie in the fridge. I'm saving that for later. Also, no parties or ladies. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. So, oh my God. the true, true crime podcast <laughs> voice is this. You got one witness who can't be found. You got another witness who's murdered. <laughs> Guys, tell me that's not true. You know how many times I say this throughout the day? Like, even after the show? I could be driving in the car, and all of a sudden... You got one witness who can't be found. You got another witness who's murdered. I'll be, I'll be in the neighborhood walking the dogs. You got one witness who can't be found. You got another witness who's murdered. Like, tell me that doesn't sound like Shem when he does this voice. Please be safe, guys. Right? <laughs> you got one witness who can't be found. Right? Please be safe, guys. Can you can you say the, his line, Shem? What's his line again? Can I hear it? Yeah. You got one witness who can't be found. You got another witness who's murdered. 
You got one witness who can't be found. You got another witness who, something about being murdered. 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 You got one witness who can't be found. You got another witness who's murdered. You got one witness who can't be found. You got one witness who's murdered. <laughs> another. You got one witness who can't be found. You got another witness who's murdered. Another witness who's murdered. Oh, you got one witness who can't be found. You got another witness who's murdered. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Identical. Thank you. Right? Exactly the same. You got one witness who can't be found. You got another witness who's murdered. Shem? You got one witness who can't be found. You got one. You got another witness who's murdered. Drop your, drop the volume okay. when, you, when you're saying this a little bit. Can drop, I hear it one more time then? Yeah. You got one witness who can't be found. You got another witness who's murdered. You got one witness who can't be found. You got another witness who's murdered. Oh, my God. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. And just because I know you guys enjoyed it. Please be safe, guys. The jeans he's after are in the bottom drawer. Please don't eat any of the pumpkin pie in the fridge. I'm saving that for later. Also, no parties or ladies. Come on, Samurai. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. These Taylor Swift parties are crazy. I see them all over where people just get together and they just have like a Taylor Swift party and they just like dance and listen to Taylor Swift. But it's kind of like going to the concert. It's really wild. Yeah. Um, have, you see, have you seen that there, somebody's putting together a Taylor Swift cruise? Have I seen it? Have you? So Taylor's not going to be on the cruise. Well, whose celebrity cruise did you go on, Maury? Rosie O'Donnell. And was she there or was it just like the spirit of Rosie O'Donnell? No, Rosie. I played, I played poker with Rosie O'Donnell and Sharon Glass. Okay, so you will not be playing poker with Taylor Swift on the Taylor Swift cruise. Mm-hmm. Right? It ain't that kind of... Shem, not- why is that so funny? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's so random. But you know what? It totally makes sense, though. It totally yeah. makes sense. Oh, yeah. my God. How much were tickets to the Rosie O'Donnell cruise? Oh, like thousands. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like... And I went on it twice. Twice? Yeah, I lied in bed with Susan Powder. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't know who any of these people are. Stop the insanity. You don't remember Stop the Insanity? No, like, I know Rosie Susan Powder? O'Donnell. I know Rosie O'Donnell. Do you, remember Su- you remember Susan Powder, the late night infomercial lady with the oh, with the sh- the, the, really? the short bleach blonde hair? Stop the insanity! She used to be like three hundred pounds, and then she got rid of her lousy husband, and she lost all this weight and like revolutionized like I guess like crash dieting. Everybody thought it was a great thing at the time. And then she laid in bed with Maury. Yeah, yeah, and that's how the story ended. That's how her story ended. She had this incredible story, made millions of dollars, and it ended with in bed with Maury. Right? That's we just told the whole woman's <laughs> okay, complete cool. arc. Thousands. Anyway, so the the Taylor Swift cruise is actually on a boat. It's on a cruise ship that Taylor actually once played on back in 2011. So I guess there's that little bit of a tie-in there. Yeah. Um, but what do you know about this, Mocha? Because I know that you've been following this more than I am. I know that they have three. different different uh rooms available okay and already like this just launched not that long ago and already one of the rooms like you cannot get it says in big red lettering it says sold out oh wow i'm convinced people think she's gonna show up no it says the first thing that the website says is this we are not affiliated with the cruise line or the or taylor swift they deport uh deport depart from the port of miami um, they go to the Bahamas, sail sail around a bit, and then yeah. go back to Miami. Yeah, it's four days. went to Alaska. They oh have. We didn't even leave the room. It was too who cold. Goes to a cruise with Alaska. <laughs> with Rosie O'Donnell. Who, who wants to go on a boat with it? Like where you can't even use the pool. No one ever went to the pool. Oh, it was man. too cold, man. God. 
Uh, so on this cruise, yeah, they have the welcome cocktail party. <clears throat> they have a friendship bracelet swapping day, <laughs> right? Where you say you all get together, they'll give you all the crafts, and you have like a craft day where you make bracelets, and then you there's a special time on the boat where swap bracelets. There is a uh, themed <laughs> dance party, a themed karaoke night. Wow. There's mm-hmm. Taylor Swift trivia. Okay. There is also nightly eras outfit themes. So okay. everyone's going to be showing up. And uh, on Facebook, man, the Facebook page is crazy. I don't even know where to start. Like somebody said here, I want to go on this cruise, but I would like to know if there are any over 50 Swifties going. Oh, over oh. 50 Swifties? Yeah. <laughs> Not that I can't hang with all the Swifties, but just wondering the age range of everyone who's who's going on this cruise. And then everyone else, like, filling up. Like, I'm, si- I'm in my 60s. I'm in my mid-50s. I'm in my late 40s. I'm mid-40s. Wow. A lot of moms were saying that they want to bring their, like, 13 and 14-year-old daughters. Right. And people hyped up for the bracelet swapping. <laughs> people hyped up for the theme nights and talking about coordinating outfits and this, who's going to wear what. This is a real tricky event if you don't reserve the entire boat, which it's sounding like they did not reserve the entire boat because as soon as the details of this get out, there's a good chance that other half of the boat is just going to be filled with dudes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you weirdos. Right? <laughs> but there is a Taylor Swift uh, cruise about to set sail. But as you just mentioned, Roz, Taylor Swift yeah. is not no. going to be there. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Didn't Drake just release a new album? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and he just announced another new album? Uh-huh. This won't, this, have, this won't have like a full track listing where there'll be like 12 to 18 songs. This is going to follow in the pattern of his previous Scary Hours, if you want to call them albums. He does this every few years. Uh, God's Plan was from uh, a two-track album, I guess you could say. That was released back in 2018. Everybody knows God's Plan. Yeah. So and then eventually this ended up on his Scorpion album, and then in 2021 he released another one called Scary Hours Two that had three songs on there. What's next was on one of them. And I think these were just like albums to kind of bridge or tracks to kind of bridge in between when another album came out. But I also think at some point, it's also for Drake to continuously stay on the charts, get on the charts, to keep breaking records. Padding stats. Absolutely. He's playing the streaming game. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This is one of the popular songs on Scary Hours 2. The the, the album that he just released, there was like an incredible amount of songs on that record. For all the dogs. How many were there? Uh, 20-something, if I'm not mistaken. 20-something. And as a fan, like realistically, like how many were gems? Uh, in my opinion, yeah, um, yeah the twenty-three songs about on the half, album. yeah, half. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, I'd say that's about ten that I, I yeah. listen to yeah. on on okay. repeat. Yeah, on so album. so enough for like an actual album, right? Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it used to be like ten songs or twelve yeah. songs, right? Oh yeah, but with the streaming game being what yeah, it is the now, space is unlimited. Yeah, you um, can just do whatever. whatever. So totally. this one's coming out what Friday tomorrow? Tomorrow, my yeah. God, Scary Hours three. And how many songs are on this one? We don't know yet. Oh, nobody like, knows. No one knows. I gotcha. Uh, Scary Hours 1, like I said, had two songs on there. Scary Hours 2 had three songs. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. Scary Hours 
three, I don't know, is it going to have four songs? Maybe. Five songs? Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But he hear... put together a video yeah. uh, and released this on IG, and it was just of him uh, in a cart, driving through Toronto, making his way to Roy Thompson Hall, right. walking into an empty Roy Thompson Hall, being handed a glass of wine like a boss, and sits down, only seat in the entire theater for him, and watches the... Um, uh, the orchestra started playing. Right. And he's narrating throughout the whole thing. I'll say this to you. I'm not... I feel no need to appease anybody. I feel so confident about the body of work that I just dropped that I know I could go and disappear for whatever. Six months, a year, two years. Even though I'm not really, like, into the... I'm not really into the lengthy, super lengthy disappearances for the sake of mystery. But, you know, ultimately, it's coming to me in a way that I haven't experienced maybe since, like, if you're reading this, where it's just kind of like, I feel like I'm on drugs. I feel like I'm in that mental state without doing anything. I did those songs in the last five days. I didn't have one bar written down for those songs on the night that For All the Dolls dropped. It's not like I'm picking up from some unfinished you know this is just it, it's it's happening on its own and you know who am i to fight it right and to fight back against the right thing would be well you know and then the toronto symphony orchestra starts playing Bam. they're awesome i honestly thought it was like the song from star wars imperial march very close very yeah This just plays out for the last 30 yeah. seconds of the video. Shem, yes. This ahead. is really interesting. This is this to me is the first time I think you're seeing Drake be very reactionary to fan response. Uh, the response to For All the Dogs wasn't great. Yeah. It really wasn't. People were like, when he announced initially that he was going to take a break, people were like, great, take a break. We need some time to miss you. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to that clip, he very much is almost like justifying that album and that album's release mm -hmm. to me, which is very interesting to hear from a guy who, you know, arguably like the biggest star in the world. It's, it feels very reactionary. I have no idea how it's going to sound. We'll see. And he um, released the uh, music video yesterday as well for uh, First Person Shooter yeah, featuring J. Cool. Cole, who he's going on tour with right. uh, in the new year. And that was like a, probably like the biggest fan the favorite track. song on uh, on the, the whole album. But yeah. it, yes, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Scary Hours 3 drops, yeah. if it's going to fulfill the needs of the hardcore Drake fans. There's we'll somebody see. from uh, The Office in the video for First Person Shooter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian uh, Baumgartner. Um, Brian Baumgartner, the guy that played Kevin. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. 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 He's like, <laughs> the, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Malone. Uh, he's like yeah. the Michael Scott in the video. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, oh, the music video opens with him sitting in his office and he's like got a headset on and he's like playing video games and then the boss calls. Maria is so bored with this conversation, you can't stop yawning. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yo, Drake. Scary Hours 3. Not even out. It's already boring, Maria. Damn. Oh, no. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Kim Kardashian going undercover on the internet. Oh, no. Doing what? No, it's all for funsies. Oh. This is uh, one of the things that GQ does on YouTube. They have a series called Actually Me, where they get a celebrity to go online and answer fan questions about them anonymously. So she'll create, or any celebrity will create a profile, fake profile, mm -hmm. 
and then go to Twitter or X, Instagram, Mm -hmm. YouTube, Reddit, even Wikipedia, and go in and find questions that are asked directly to them or about them, and they'll reply to that comment or question. Gotcha. So Kim Kardashian is the latest celeb that GQ got, and one of the questions that they uh, they found online was like, I wonder what like cool stuff Kim Kardashian does for her kids, like for their birthdays, because mm-hmm. you would think it's like this big elaborate, uh, elaborate extravagant and thing. We've, and we've seen pictures in the past where there of has course. been a big giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I write my kids every year for their birthday a four or five page letter detailing the year. I started off with their nickname. I talk about everything, the funny words they're saying, and then they get deep. I just want them to know that if I weren't here, every question they've ever had would be answered in these letters. My dad wrote me one and my mom wrote me one when I was going into high school and I wished I had more. And so... I do them for each of my kids' birthdays. So I can't wait to give this to them. The whole question was, okay, stop rambling. When will you give it to them? Um, I don't know. Should I stop at 18? Should I stop at 21? I don't know. Help me decide, guys. Hmm. That's That's actually a a cool idea. That's an idea that I actually got from you, Ross. Right, right. Like way back in the day uh, was to create an email account for Cruz. Right. And then like on his birthday, send him an email or like cool kind of um, monumental moments in his life. And then when he's... Email, like whether and attach like a picture or like there's a video of it, right? And then when he's 18, give him the password. Yeah. When he's 18, he gets the password. It's really sweet. Uh, Kim Kardashian going undercover online and uh, creating a profile and answering questions that are related to her on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Wikipedia, YouTube, Reddit. In 2006, Kim began working as a stylist for Paris Hilton. That's not true. I organized her closet, but I was not a stylist, so I didn't put (laughs) outfits together for her. I didn't pick them out or shop. I just organized what she had, and she had a lot of stuff. A childhood friend of hers, yes, that part's true. Our moms were always really close when we were little. We went to preschool together, actually. It said she appeared in several episodes of the reality series, The Simple Life. I don't know if I did. <laughs> I like how one. she gets labeled a stylist and she's like, no, nah, I just organized a closet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this one. I thought she was going to give in to this one. Who's the smartest Kardashian sister? You know, they always ask us to do these rankings and I've decided I'm not doing those because I think people are trying to like pit us against each other and to get a little soundbite. So we are all equally as smart. Right? Totally Kim, right? Totally. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did, yeah. That was her nice way of saying, guys, yeah. it's me. Stop asking. <laughs> what does Kim Kardashian do for fun? Lay in bed, eat mint Oreo ice cream, watch Love is Blind, and not talk to anybody. I always peg Kim Sounds Kardashian like as <laughs> no, I was just gonna say that. vanilla my, bean ice cream that's, that's more flavor. Like. Yeah, it does sound like you're like, mint ice cream. I had that last night. Uh, How mint? Many? I love mint, mint ice cream. Chips, is the, mint, 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 mint chocolate chip ice cream is the only sweet thing I'll eat. Blech. Okay, yeah, enough with the judgment. Disgusting. Yeah. What's the your guy favorite? Who eats the Dis- disgusting. Old. What's oh, your? F- wow. Oh wow. God damn. damn. Oh, Maury. Maury, go get the tub. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.